Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 273. And away we go. Wait, so get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dog. I'm a more breaker. Strip plan into war. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Michael J. Putty, joined, as always, the Turd Ferguson to my Alex Trebek, Hollywood Mark Schwann. Marcus, how you doing? Very appropriate, considering uh, the loss this past week. That one uh, sucks. Norm- yeah, Norm uh, McDonald, man. Love watching Hilarious. He always killed it on Conan with these long, elaborate, stupid jokes. Check them out on YouTube. They're well worth it. This one, this one sucks, man. I like, I like Norm McDonald. He's a very funny guy. He always, I feel like he always stole the show with like he always had like these like quippy like one liners. Yeah, he's quick. That would just, that would just always make me die laughing. There's a popular joke called the moth joke. Okay, mm. check it out on Conan. He's on Conan was doing the Tonight Show, and uh, Conan loves Norm Macdonald. He was telling a story in his podcast, and so after the segment's done, Conan's like, "No, Conan, uh, no Norm, come back for the next segment. I want, I want more Norm." But Norm, like during the commercial, like, like I only plan for one segment. I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Like, what do you want me to talk about? How long is this segment? He goes, it's about seven minutes. He goes, okay. So he goes on to tell this long-ass joke that's like five minutes long for a stupid punchline. And it turns out Colin was saying how he stole that joke from Colin Quinn. Okay. But Colin's Quinn joke was 10 seconds long. It was an intro and a joke. So the meat of it in this long, beautiful, narrated, like, drama following this moth's life was all improv on the spot. Wow. It was... uh. Damn. Dorm McDonald, man, this really this one really fucking sucks. I feel like he's one of those artists. I'm gonna call him an artist, uh, because that's what he was. Yeah. He's one of those artists that were like he was under the radar. Yeah. Like he, he didn't I feel like he didn't get enough credit for what he did until, until unfortunately now. Yeah. People look back and he's like, damn, he was really good. Apparently there's another story how he did a joke, him and his writing partner did a great joke that he loved and his writing partner really loved on Weekend Update. But during dress rehearsal it bombed. So his partner goes, all right, we got to cut that joke out. He goes, no, we don't. We're keeping it. He goes, well, it bombed. He goes, I don't care. I like it. So they kept the joke in. Okay. Like he said, apparently he's one of those guys that didn't care. He did what he wanted to do. Didn't listen to anybody else's input. And went, marched to the beat of his own drum. I'm like, not many people do that these days. People always curious and worried about what other people think. And he just didn't. Worked out well for him. I mean, he had a, he had a very solid career. No one even really knew he was sick. I feel like that came out of nowhere. Yeah, nine years. He's been battling cancer and he kept it to himself. He didn't want That's people wild. to pity him or feel bad for him. He just wanted people to remember the jokes and how the good times. Damn. Same thing with, uh, what's his name? Black Panther did the same thing. Yep. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. Did the same thing. If I get cancer, oh. I'm telling everybody. <laughs> Why? I want all your pity. You want all the pity? Yeah. That's ever, fucked up. I want everyone to feel bad for me. That's fucked up. Considering that, you know, people are like definitely like, we, we know people have had cancer. <laughs> yep. They're stronger than I am. Say that much. They really are, man. They really are. The people that have battled cancer, that are continuing to battle cancer, 
fucking warriors, dude. Yep. Especially this month is child pediatric cancer. How, how do our fucking kids do it? I don't know, man. Stronger than me and you combined, that's for sure. Make sure you donate to Connor's Cure. Merch available on WShot.com. Anyway, enough sadness, Mark. Let's get into more exciting news. How's your COVID going? <laughs> this whole time I've been holding back a cough. Yeah. <clears throat> like, no joke, this sucks. Yep. It's the, the worst virus I've probably ever had in my life. Hands down. Um, the cough is still here. Apparently, this cough could last up to six weeks, possibly more. Yep. Still get bouts of fatigue. I, I'm just trying to battle this, man. Uh, for the most part, I feel good. There's certain day, days I feel better than others, but I'm yeah. definitely not 100%. I was feeling pretty good Monday and Tuesday until I found out I had to go back to work on Wednesday. My job requires Sorry. a negative test to go back to work. That was your policy. And huh. then my boss is on vacation the next two weeks. Another coworker of mine's on vacation. So when they found that out, they're like, oh, forget it. Then you can come back. Just come back. I'm like, of course. Don't give a fuck how I feel. That you want coverage for your so you're asking to go to fucking vacation. And of so course, wait, I go back did to work. Test negative. And of course, when I go back to work, the last couple, last three days, I've gotten worse. No, I'm still positive. Fuck. So I, got, I get a note from the doctor who said, as of the CDC's latest regulations, or uh, I forgot the word he used, um, I'm cured of COVID. I'm recovered. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I ha- I have the same note. Apparently, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, my job. So come on down, Mark. Oh my job. Thank you. God. Fuck. So, Jesus Christ, dude. So, of course, when I go back to work, I'm feeling worse. And now, like I said, I told you before we start the show, it, there's nasal congestion coming on and off every, like, two days. The fatigue's killing me, and I'll be fine with that. <coughs> it's that fucking cough that's killing me, man. Yeah. So I, I'm, not, I'm not a smoker by any means, and I feel like I have a smoker's cough. The, the other day, actually, my, my wife and I, oh, we were talking about, uh, you know, every year we kind of have, like, um, a little tradition. It's like, what, our fifth year living here? And we were thinking about, you know, going out to a restaurant to, you know, just oh. to celebrate. And she, she sees me coughing. She's like, you know what? You just want to order in instead. I'm like, are you embarrassing me? Are you ashamed of me right now? She's like, people are going to be looking at you like yep. you have COVID and we're not, we're not going to be able to stay. Are you going to get kicked out? I'm like, son of a bitch. You're right. So, like, I can't even go out anywhere. Have you tried, like, a Hall's throat lodgings? That helps sometimes if the cough's getting really bad. Does it? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try that out. I've tried different things. I haven't tried that yet. Halls. My fetch. mom is very big on. Like, my mom is very big on Vicks, rubbing Vicks on my chest. Okay. I don't know. I, I'll try that out too. I, I'm gonna try anything at this point. It's just so annoying. Yeah. And the, the whole fatigue thing too, I, and also like you know, I, I, I started a new business. You know, and, and part of it is going out there, like, you know, hitting the streets and just really networking, just, you know, making these connections. And that's something, you know, I've been looking to do as far as like just getting out there to introduce myself to new businesses here. And, you know, I feel like I can't even really do that right now because, you know, I'm going to have a coughing attack, introducing myself, and that's bad for the brand. You're going <laughs> to go get the hell out of here, COVID boy. How's that fucking play doing? The play right now, uh, we took a pause because we're actually working some things out creatively. <clears throat> okay, uh, that's um, good. But we're going to be starting. We're going to be starting up again soon. All right. We got some business things we had to take care of there with that, with the creative stuff. So it's coming together though, and that sucks. But at least it's a break. You don't worry about that. One less thing to worry about. Yeah, you know it's kind of a blessing in disguise because honestly, I, I don't even know how. I would do it. I've been getting auditions since I've been back, you know, so like, but they've been like, 
uh, co-star sp- spots have only been like a page long, two pages max, like not anything super duper heavy, which has been fine because that's really probably like all I can handle right now. But like, you know, a full blown like play, I can't, I don't think I could do right now. Also sucks. That, like I'm extremely out of shape. So if I walk a certain amount of blocks or if I climb up a certain amount of stairs, sometimes I'll get fucking winded. Mm. Man, it is getting worse. Like just walk, walking like half a block. I was walking in the store. I'm like, I just want to fucking sit down. Like, it's get, that's also getting worse, too. I'm like, oh, no. Dude, I'm with you. I actually, so I work out religiously, usually. I haven't worked out at all during this. I feel like I haven't had energy to. I'm actually kind of nervous, too. Uh, because I, I'll walk the dog uh, with my wife. And sometimes we'll go on, like, a little bit longer walks. And after that, I feel kind of done. So, I, dude, for those listening right now, man, take care of yourself. Because COVID is a Bitch. Capital B. Capital I. Capital T. Capital C. Capital H. Bitch. And usually during our low points where we're feeling like shit, we want to turn to our loved ones for comfort. I don't know about you, but I do. Yeah. No, for sure. So yeah. For the last two weeks, you know, two weeks, I've been taking cough medicine nonstop and it hasn't been working. So tonight, Marcus, I'm turning to an old friend for comfort, Jack Daniels. I see, man. If this fucking Musinex not working, let's try Jack and see if that helps. Because <laughs> God forbid it couldn't fucking make it worse. Uh, you know, I mean, bringing up a good point. Delicious. I feel like it could get worse, though, but you let tonight, me know. I'll find out tonight when I, go, when I go to bed. If I can't breathe, I'm gasping for air. Uh, Mark was right. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I'm still just drinking water. I, I haven't had a, a, a sip of alcohol since Atlantic City, so. Since North Bergen, I'm New Jersey. Good. Oh, yes, that's right. Since North Bergen, New Jersey. That's right. That was debating How can tonight. I forget? Like, this morning I took cough medicine. And I'm like, it's not fucking working. Last episode, I was so out of it. I didn't even want to do the show. I was so low energy. I felt like shit. And like, no, let me try drinking tonight just to see if it helps because it couldn't make it hurt any worse. So far, so good, Marcus. So far, so good. So far? You seem a little bit better since last time. Yeah, I feel better. You got the evolution shirt on? Evolution, please. Evolution, excuse me. Sorry. I'm also on the TV here. I'm watching the uh, iHeart Radio Music Festival. And Dua Lipa, okay. Dua Lipa started off. Apparently she's killing it because there's a whole run in her stockings. Her dress straps, like, broke. And she doesn't give a fuck. She's, tro- she's trooping on. Good for her. Is Nicki Minaj there? No, I think um, her aunt's mailman's boyfriend's dog's babysitter has, like, swollen nuts or something like that. <laughs> her cousin's friend in Trinidad. Get it straight. I heard it was a different story now. Kind of come out of the woodworks. This is another one? No. Okay. Just got to make sure. You never know now. You never know now. Unreal. Unreal. On that note. Mark, why don't you tell us what's trending this week? All right, man. So kicking off the very early part of the week, Big E made a lot of noise on Twitter. At WWE Big E. Let's let that cat out of the bag. I intend on cashing in my Money in the Bank contract tonight and cashing in to become WWE champion. That's what he tweeted Monday before Monday Night Raw. And as we all saw, he did actually cash in against Bobby Lashley, winning the WWE championship. Congrats to Big E. Huge moment. Huge win for him. Twitter went nuts. Ryan, uh, Ryan Papola at Bodie is Ryan. No one deserves this more than Big E. Our WWE champ, hashtag and new, hashtag WWE Raw. 
even people in AEW are congratulating Big E. We actually had Cash Wheeler at Cash Wheeler FTR. Big E deserves all the flowers he ever gets, especially that big gold one. Fuck yes. Big night, man, for Big E. I am so happy for him. Do you think, though, like I didn't necessarily see the ratings here for this, but him letting the cat out of the bag early before Monday Night Raw, do you feel like that helped the show, or do you feel like that kind of just gave things away a bit here? Everyone loves a surprise cash-in. Uh, you eat Dolph Ziggler. Uh, you eat Seth Rollins. But this is probably a ploy to get ratings. And uh, I don't know if the ratings worked or not. I, again, I didn't check because I don't really check for ratings these days. So I think it was fine. Something different. No one really calls their shot ahead of time too much. So it was different. It was interesting. It worked. It, it did work. I, I feel like I'm with you. I do normally like the surprise cash-ins. You know, because it, it, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. It makes you want to tune in because you never know what you're going to miss next. This one definitely made me want to tune into Monday Night Raw, actually. It did work for me uh, because normally I'll just fast forward through it or I'll just catch the highlights. This one I really wanted to see because I was curious what was going to happen with Big E. Is he really going to cash in? Is this going to be a thing? Is this a tease? And by God, son of a bitch, he did it. Even WWE, it's such a big moment that even WWE changed their handle to congratulate Big E, which I've never seen them do before. Also, Big E doesn't seem like a kind of guy that him doing the surprise cash-in on a vulnerable champion didn't seem to fit his character. Right. It seems like he was somebody that would, like, I'm going to call ahead of time. And, it, again, it worked perfectly. And, and kudos. I don't know whose move it was. I don't know if it was WWE Creative. I don't know if it was Big E, his idea, to for him to actually announce it on Twitter, to utilize the social media. Because he, he actually does have one of the bigger followings uh, on, the, on the talent of from WWE. Yeah, of course. To utilize that and to, to capture the audience, and it worked. I mean, everyone was talking about it. It happens, and then everyone else are talking about it. You know, we don't know, but I would imagine it was WWE. They probably told him hit up Twitter just to get the the ball rolling, get people talking, get the buzz going. What did you think when you watched it? How, how did you feel about it? I thought it was good. You know, I said a Big E, something I called back last year. This is how I thought this should go, and it went that way. It's perfect. The only weird thing I thought about it was how. Bobby Lashley was destroying Randy Orton, right? Mm-hmm. And he yeah. puts him through that table at the end. Then all of a sudden he starts limping. Like, how'd you hurt your leg? How'd you hurt your leg? Out of where? I know yeah, I, I, I thought I missed something with that. Yeah. Like, wh- wh- when did that happen? I don't know. Anyway, some, that was just me being nitpicking. But good for Biggie. Someone on Twitter posted how um, this was an episode where they wished WWE had the overrun because they would like to see more of the celebration. Yeah, it was nice to see the New Day come in the ring together and all celebrate and have that moment, uh, a la Kofi Kingston. Apparently, this is actually a first in WWE. I'm not too sure of all of wrestling, but WWE goes as first um, a a black man dropping the championship to another black man. Oh, okay. That's cool. Right? Isn't it weird? Isn't that that so weird? It's 2021. That's the first time it's happening. Right. Right. I think someone posted, was it 2020? Or 2021, there was only there was four matches, four world titles amongst all the promotions that had a black man against a black man, or against, against including the women too against WrestleMania. I'm like, wow. Yeah, well, t- well, technically, yeah. I mean, that's nuts. I guess they're, talk- they're talking about from I guess they're talking about from a male standpoint because yeah, I mean, Sasha yeah. Banks dropped it to Bianca Belair earlier this year, but I, I guess they're talking about from from the from the male side of yeah, things. It was Bobby Lashley, and somebody else. Moose and Rich Swan. There's a couple. There's like four matches. Five, I think, if you count the women. But good. I mean, it's 2021. This is 
this shouldn't be a thing anymore. Right. Uh, exactly. They did all the history stuff to, to be down here with yeah, so, minorities and women. Yeah, good for them, man. Good for them. They deserve it. And Big E does definitely deserve it. Love, everyone loves Big E. I've never heard anybody say one thing bad about Big E. Everyone in the locker room loves him. Fans love him. He, he does have a contagious personality where, like, it, of course, I mean, he's, he's a fun guy. You, you know, you can't help but root for him. But then, like, you know, I don't know if you listen to his podcast or his interviews, but, like, you know, when he gets serious, like, he's, he still captivates you. Yeah. He's, he still makes you listen. He's, he's very intelligent, actually. And because, uh, you know, you see a guy like that, you think, like, Mr. Muscles, you know, you just think, like, you know, lung brain. But, no, he's, he's got a brain. Uh, and apparently he's a really hard worker. My wife, watching SmackDown, made a good observation. Because, you know, Big E, always a big guy. But she, she made a note. It's like, is he just me or does he look more jacked than normal? Does he look more tone and cut? I'm like, you know what? He does. And I think he's definitely been working at this. So he looks the part of a champion. And that goes to show, like, you know, his work and dedication to this. Like, he's taking this very seriously because he does look like a champ. One thing I will miss, I'm happy you got a taste of it on tonight on SmackDown, is his facial expressions holding the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Like, when he would Love just, it. When you just stare down Paul Heyman, and they did, they did a replay tonight on SmackDown when it was Lashley, Randy Orton in the beginning of Raw facing each other, and he was just in the background, like, holding the case, staring at both of them. I'm like, Biggie was great with that, and... uh yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I think Rod needed that change with Bobby Lashley. He did a great job as champion. I think he's a fresh breath of fresh air, especially going into the draft. I'm excited to see what his, how his title reign goes. Before we pivot, I do have a question, though. Something I've been wondering, because for a while now, for a probably a good portion of Roman Reigns' title reign, we've all been saying how Big E will probably be the one, especially after he won the Money in Bank contract. Yep. That seemed to be more likely to be the case. And then you see over the past weeks, as you mentioned, Big E teasing that with Paul Heyman, with the Roman Reigns, with the Usos. And that, that all seems to be it was just all was was a tease for Survivor Series, which is going to be huge. Yeah. But that, that begs to differ then. Who is going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns? Is it going to be Brock Lesnar? Could it be the, uh, the, the demon? It's not the demon. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Brock Lesnar because, again, I think you mentioned it numerous times. Whatever happens in Saudi Arabia is controlled by the prince. Whatever he right. wants, they get. One name that pops in the minds would be Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? So the draft is coming up. So, yeah, Drew McIntyre could be drafted over to SmackDown. He's, that would be a good change he, of pace there. I think he's done on Raw. He's done everything he could do on Raw. I feel like going over to SmackDown would be fresh for him. That's the whole point of the draft is for fresh starts, fresh matchups, fresh rivalries. And I think Drew McIntyre's worn out his welcome on Raw. He's done everything he could do over there. And he had a great match yeah. in Survivor Series with him, Roman Reigns last year. So that'd be a that was a fantastic match. Yeah. Not only, in, not only in, the, in the ring, but that promo they did, that contract signing was awesome. Now, I'm not the, I'm not the they, hugest Drew McIntyre fan, but I would love to see this rivalry continue. And I think he'll get drafted to SmackDown. And I don't know if he's going to win, but he's the, my front runner to take the belt off. I like that, I like that call, Putty, because there's a lot to build around with that, with the history that they had from last year. I feel like it's still kind of unresolved. Yeah. And then also Drew McIntyre does need that fresh start. I feel like he's kind of grown stale on Raw. He's still trying to find his way back after losing the championship. Yep. They haven't really been doing a lot with him there. The whole Jinder Mahal thing, they, that was just something. I guess it, it kind of reminds me of when The Rock had the program with Billy Gunn. It's just something to keep them on TV, but not really fully invested with the audience. Uh, Drew McIntyre going over to SmackDown, a lot of different things he could do there with that to build his run there to try to go after Roman Reigns. 
I don't necessarily know if that's something you do right off the bat, but so. it, 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 it could be could be good stuff. Could be great for Drew McIntyre. I'm a huge Ginger Mahal fan. He's a Michael J. Putty guy. But his rivalry with Drew McIntyre, to me, just seemed like filler until the draft. Absolutely. Absolutely. So once I saw that, and it keeps going on, I'm like, this is just, he's going to get drafted to SmackDown. This is just him getting wins yeah. to build up his back, back his momentum until he goes to SmackDown. And honestly, not interested. Like, it, it's not doing enough for me to, to like really care. No. Yeah, at, at first, you know, it was, it was like, oh, cool. You know, Jinder Mahal's back. You know, they have the whole 3MB thing, like the, the, the past there. They have the chemistry. They know each other. But it's just gone so long. They just dragged me yeah. out. Yeah, I, it's just, just there's, there's, there's no need for this to be such a long program. Just, just end it. Yeah, it's just filler. Moving on though, to things that are evolving. NXT 2.0 made its premiere. Oh man, lots of comments on Twitter about this one. Uh, I saw. It's, Do we have to fucking read these? Yeah, I'm gonna read a few oh, here, geez. specifically about Kevin Dunn, actually. Russell Pierce at Russell Pierce. Kevin Dunn is at tonight's WWE NXT taping to personally oversee the broadcast. The script has changed a ton of times over the course of the day. The atmosphere has been described as weird by talents. We have heard from them at PWI Insider there. Kevin Dunn's not necessarily a popular dude back there, man. Another observer here, Alex at Contrarian Alex. The camera can't stay still for two seconds. Kevin Dunn has arrived. That was something I definitely noticed right away. It's like I feel like that's Kevin Dunn's stamp. It's kind of like Oliver Stone, if you will. It's like this, this fast-moving cameras. It, that was a huge change for NXT there. But overall, I was curious to see what everyone else really thought of NXT 2.0 itself, with the exception of Kevin Dunn's uh, his hands here in the pot. So I put up a tweet for Shot Wrestling. Finish the sentence. NXT 2.0 is blank. Few responses here. Gonza at Gonza El Sabio. Sad to watch. Mr. Blackman. Annoying as a team as a term. Jury is still out on whether or not they can keep up the momentum from last night. I'm setting aside my verdict. Joy Reynolds, not good. The colors for me are way too bright. And with quick camera cuts, it has been making me nauseous. So just a few of those off the bat. Putty, I want to hear your thoughts, though. What were your thoughts on NXT 2.0? Do you think Kevin Dunn is ruining the product? No. Okay. I've read some of these fucking comments, and it was great how people were saying it was, they were shitting on NXT. It really pissed me off. Shitting on NXT, calling it trash, calling it garbage 30, 40 minutes into the fucking show. Marks, you guys' made, you guys' minds were made up before the show fucking even started. I don't care about your opinion right then. Okay, to get the show, you got to get the show some time before you, you call it shit or trash or garbage. So, I mean, whatever. The lighting, different. I got the I got a vibe. It was very, reminded me of WCW Saturday. Saturdays? Saturday nights? Whatever it's called. Remember when they did it in the soundstage at Universal Studios? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was this yeah. random Saturday, Saturday at random time. It was a small, intimate venue, brightly lit. The crowd was somewhat set up the same way. It was a small, intimate crowd. Very bright. NXT was very dark. It's different. It's going to take some getting used to. I don't. I didn't hate it. It's something different. I will say this to go along with what you said. It did. It did remind me of a mix a mixture of with the colors. It kind of reminded me. And you're going to hate this. Kind of reminded me of AEW Dynamite with the colors specifically. You said, you said that before. But I don't. I don't see that because you don't want to see it. But. Okay. The uh, the other side of it, the the one I, the one thing I kind of liked about it 
the the whole setup with the fans uh-huh. and how, how how it appeared to be did kind of remind me of NWA Power, oh, okay. which I do like their setup a lot, which is more is a little bit more intimate. And I feel like that's what NXT needs to be is a little bit more intimate, uh, intimate with the fans there, because it's it is a smaller venue. It is more of like you know an indie crowd, if you will. I did like that aspect of it. I have to say though, with the with the changes and like it was just so jarring and in your face. Uh, it, it was just such a, a 180. It, honestly, the camera cuts, it was just way too, way too much there for me, personally. Um, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with the Twitter crowd on that one. But I am willing to give it a chance. I wasn't necessarily, a, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily a fan of it, don't get me wrong. You know, someone brought up about, you know, the, the, about the Fire, Firefly Funhouse when Bray Wyatt first debuted that. Like, you know, at first it was kind of weird. You know, people didn't know what to make of it, but yeah. eventually they, they fell to, to love it because they, they gave it a chance. NXT 2.0, first off, I hope they dropped the 2.0 nonsense. But oh, I got a comment about that. You know, it, 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 could, it could be uh, it, it, just a, a matter of us getting used to it because the wrestling was fine. The actual wrestling part of it w- was, was normal. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. It, it, was, just, it was just the other, all the other bullshit. That was just like a little jarring, and I, I most people just they don't like change. No, they don't. I'm not a big fan so of change I, either. So I, I'm there, but I'm down for this. I'm right. Give me a chance. Like I initially, yeah, not a fan, but I'm willing to give it a chance before I really, really like slam into it the way people have. But what do you think about Kevin Dunn? That whole aspect of him meddling in there, but the whole vibe being weird in the back. Do you think? Uh, do you think it's more like just let Triple H do his thing? Because it, if it's not broke, then don't fix it. Well, or do you think Kevin Dunn could help this? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Of course. You know, Shawn Michaels ran the show this week. Triple H, of course, wasn't there. I think he's still recovering from his cardiac incident. That's right. So that's right. Vince McMahon wasn't there. I heard Vince McMahon just. I didn't hear too much about the script changes you just reported about. But the vibe. I can't talk about the vibe. Of course, it's going to be weird because it's a new thing. People don't know what's going on. People don't know what the, the tone of the show is going to be. So I can't talk too much. I think for a first show, it was good. You still had the in-ring content. Uh, someone on Twitter posted how we're not going to see any of those three, four-star matches that we're used to with NXT. It's going to be a whole new, different vibe. I like how they started the show right away with Rick Steiner's son. Yeah, weird name change there, but... I get it. Uh, I like how they're introducing young, new talent. Uh, I remember that the guy who was in... I totally drawn a blank on his name. The guy who was in the main event, randomly. I don't know what happened with Kyle O'Reilly there, but... Remember, yeah, that was weird. I remember when they signed him for some reason. I remember when they signed him because they were big, big on this guy. And we saw him for the last couple months at security guard. I'm like, well, that guy, okay. And he was impressive. I think Rick Steiner's son, Braun, I forgot his last name. He was impressive. I forgot what they changed it to, yeah. The new tag team that went against Imperium was pretty good. So they're going to give me new talents, people I don't know, but they're going to be good. I'm down for it. I'm excited to see where the future of NXT 2.0 goes. I've, I find it weird that Rick Steiner's son is going. It seems to be going right away. Yeah, for the NXT Championship. That was weird. And by the way, kudos to Ciampa yeah, man. for winning the NXT Championship. Right, right it, choice. You know, yeah. right choice. You know, especially if they want to kind of bring back an old school type of vibe with NXT. Yeah. You know, Champa is definitely the way to go. Uh, to and then he's also a great way to to build the young talent because there's a lot of newbies there in NXT that they're trying to build up there because you know, they, they did lose a lot of talent to the main roster or to AEW so they, they have some new blood there mixed with some old vets I, it sounds it seems like you know at one point we speculated that you know Champa might be the next to be released 
obviously yeah. not the case here uh, because, you know, he's he's good enough still to be like, you know, be relevant as a champion to buy into that. But, you know, the, the fact is, like, you know, he is a locker room leader. He's someone that can help mold that young talent. And I think that's more valuable than anything else. That's what they need. He's a good cornerstone to build up brand on. Mm, totally. Totally. And him and Johnny Gargano are great. Absolutely. Yeah, Gargano is great. Uh, you know, they, they definitely have some good cornerstones there to help build that up. But moving on. Well, just here, one, more, one, some... one more thing off my chest. Yes. You know, I'm a little anal OCD. Okay. Yes, we do know that. Yeah. Technically... Just to get off, just to vent. I'm apologize. I need to get off my chest. Technically, isn't this NXT 3.0? The NXT we know, know and love, the black and gold brand. <laughs> Technically, that was NXT 2.0 because NXT originally was that competition show with right. Ray Barrett, the pros, and then the rookies, and the, doing all these fucking stupid little things. Right, like for three, four seasons, and that evolved to the NXT. So te- technically, NXT was 2.0. So technically, this should be 3.0. But I just want to get off my chest or whatever. That's my two cents. Continue. Please move on. I mean, you, you can't argue that. You're right. It, it seems like WWE just wants to really just rewrite history a lot because it seems like they don't re- really even touch the original NXT about no. what, it, what it used to be. Wade Barrett does a couple times in commentary, but I guess they don't count that as really NXT, NXT. They just count it as what it was. Is he the, is he the last one left from that? That's still on the roster? I think he is. Um... I think so, but I would like to do yeah. go back and check. I believe so. Yeah, because Daniel Bryan w- w- was probably like the last other one left, but he's he's gone now. The season one, there's opening in yeah. season one. Oh, Tyus O'Neal. Tyus O'Neal was not episode. Uh, not the first season though. He was second. Was he second? He was second. All right. Well, then the second season, he had one guy. I think the third season was all women, and I don't. I didn't watch that one because I didn't know. What's I don't remember on. that one. Yeah, I think this one Caitlyn was on or Caitlyn won. Oh, yeah, I remember Caitlin. No, just and AJ Lee, right? I think she might have been a pro. I don't think she was a rookie. Oh, yeah, we were rambling on yeah, right here. COVID, COVID brain. Let's... Yeah, I know. But that's all I have for what's trending. Putty, let's talk about some TV. That's, that's my line. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. Marcus, what do you got for me for TV this week? So, honey, this week coming up, AEW Dynamite comes to Arthur Ashe Stadium. That's what I'm looking forward to because I am going to be there. This past week in Dynamite, man, saw the, the showdown between Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, excuse me, and Kenny Omega. I loved it. I was there for it. You know, as far as just like, you know, me wanting to see this match. And I'm going to see it because I talked about it beforehand. Can't wait to see how they build this match to finally happen. And it's going to happen when I'm there live. I am stoked for it. Then I also get to I find out that I'm possibly going to see CM Punk wrestle as well. One of my favorite wrestlers. Never got to see him live before. You're not missing I am ultra excited for this, man. I was talking to Abel about this and uh, my friend Carson, who's been on the show before. And... I, I, we've been talking like this. This feels like a pay per view. The way they're hyping this up and the way the card looks. What do, what do you think about this, buddy? Do you feel like they're kind of giving this show away for free, as some people would say, or or do you feel like that's that's part of the appeal? I think it's part of the appeal. This is really their first big show in New York City. They want to establish themselves in New York City, WWE's territory. So they they want to go balls to the wall with it. Especially the first time in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Again, right. I talked about it months ago. Genius move. So, yeah, they have to go fucking balls to the wall here. They have to give a pay-per-view quality. 
And then following after Dynamite, you guys can have a two-hour Rampage taping. So prepare. It's going to be a late night for you guys. I, I'm all for it, man. Like, listen, I've had a late night before with WrestleMania. I don't mind doing this. Easier ride home, too, by the way. Yeah. Unless you get drunk but, and, and take a $3,000 Uber ride back home. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not happening. But I'll say this, man. I, I was watching Dynamite. And, it, you know, with anticipation for going on with what's next week, the way they're doing this, and I've had critiques about Raw, uh, SmackDown, not, not with NXT as much. I feel like they do a good job as filling up that card. But AEW does a good job as far as utilizing the talent and making sure that you're invested all throughout the show with the different storylines or even just good quality matches that are coming up. Like they, They're treating it kind of like back in the day with uh, the Attitude Era with Raw when they, when they filled it up. What made you interested somehow, some way with all the matches all throughout? That, that's what I'm seeing right now with AEW, the way they've been shaping up. It hasn't always been the case with AEW, but I've, I've been seeing it more lately. And next week, uh, this coming week uh, at Arthur Ashe Stadium, like I said before, it's pay-per-view quality, man. From start to finish, it seems like it's going to be a hell of a show. So if you're going to the show, make sure you meet up with Abel, and I'm sure you're going to meet up with him as well pregame. Sounds like you guys have a good time. It's going to be a good show. I think you guys have nice weather, which is good. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that with the weather because it's an outside stadium. Yeah, I think it's good. My first time at this. Oh, this is my a, first time at the stadium too. They have a roof. They do. I think three years ago they put a roof in, so you should be fine. Never oh, mind. I take sick. that back. It's a nice stadium. I went there once several years ago, a long time ago, for the U.S. Open, and it's a nice stadium. Very nice. So, should have a good time. I'm curious to see how they do, how they make that at wrestling. Um, how like where they're going to put their fucking stage. I think there's only one yeah. tunnel, so I'm curious. To see how I'm, I'm curious about the layout. I'm also I'm just hyped for that crowd because you know last time I was at a wrestling show was WrestleMania. It was awesome, a great seat, had an awesome experience, long night, but worth it. This kind of feels like the same vibe. This kind of feels like the same type of hype <coughs> all throughout. It feels like it feels like a WrestleMania almost. And like one thing I've noticed the last few AW shows, especially when they've been back in front of a live crowd again. The one big difference I have to say between AEW and WWE, like the audience is hot all throughout the show, like the crowd. That's a fair statement. And and I I'm pumped for this because New York is notoriously a hot crowd. Like they were they were blazing hot at the MSG for SmackDown. Yeah. Now, I can only imagine. I can only imagine what's going to be like the, the energy. That, that's one probably more hyped about anything else is the energy over there that they're going to bring for this show. Okay. Have fun. Who are you going with? You're going with Carson, right? I'm going with uh, Carson, his fiance. Oh, um, shit. That's right. And a uh, friend of theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to Carson. And uh, yeah, I'm going to see Abel there. I'm going to see an uh, old buddy of mine who's an now client for local media. He's going to be there. A lot of people are going to be there. I know. It, it's, I'm, again, I, I've said the word hyped. I, I can't stress it enough, man. I'm very excited for this. With, with all the moves that AEW has been doing, like with my observations I've made about this, have you been watching or paying attention to AEW at all? Have you been giving it a chance? Marcus Davenport Schwan. Yes, I tell you week in and week out. I watch AEW week in and week out. I watch AEW every week. I watch fucking Rampage every week. So how have you been feeling? Has it, has it been any difference at all for you? Again, my thing was I don't, I'm not buying into everyone's like, this is the greatest thing ever. This is the best thing since sliced bread. Tony Khan's the second coming of Jesus Christ. This is the best thing ever. Fuck WWE. I don't see that. I see that it's just another wrestling show. I said that during the debut. Here we go three years later. It's just another wrestling show. It's not an alternative. 
is just another wrestling show that can say the word shit a couple times. Nothing, no character, no storyline is sucking me in. No character. I don't not, I do not, don't not, I'm hungry. I don't hate AEW. You, you, you accused me of that a couple times early on. Uh, again, I learned my mistake from hating on TNA. I don't hate AEW. I watch it week in and week out. It's a good show. I get why people like it. It's fine. But nothing has really connected with me. Wow. There's a lot of matches I just fast forward the matches because I don't care about a lot of these matches. I watch some of them. I can watch Adam Cole Bebe this week. I watch all the interviews. I watch all the promos. But nothing really has connected with me. And it's not their fault. It's probably just my fault. Nothing really clicks with me. All right? Obviously, it clicks with a lot of people because it's fucking dominating. Marcus. Yeah, it's doing really well. For the first time, there was a promo that piqued my interest. Okay. What was it? This might be the foot in my door for me becoming an AEW fan. Okay. What, what was it? I am not making a joke. I am dead serious. Oh Please do not make fun of me. If I were okay. you, if you were saying this to me, I would make fun of you. So I apologize. <laughs> okay? Okay. I'm, I'm not kidding here. Okay. You know me, Marcus? It's the little things that get me. I'm more of like a mid-card, like talent-wise, like... Right? Okay. Not, not the normal stuff that gets more normal people. Like the CM Punk, the Kenny Omegas. It's the odd stuff that gets me. Well, the Gun Club. Cut a promo that for some fucking reason set some fucking sensors off in my head. I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. Billy Gunn with his two sons, which I always thought was cool. There's got to be fucking ecstatic for him to wrestling with his two sons. Great job. And good for them, too, wrestling with their legend of a father. Think of this promo. Well, they said wins and losses are supposed to matter here in AEW, which is all I fucking hear about. Except you, right. unless you're Daniel Bryan. But then Billy Gunn noticed that him and his son are undefeated. Him and his other son are undefeated. His two sons are undefeated. They're undefeated in trios wrestling matches. Like, oh shit, that's that's fucking impressive. Because every time I see the Gun Club, they've been just fucking acting like jackasses ringside during the fucking COVID time when the wrestlers were around ringside jacking down Jacksonville. So I didn't take them seriously. Right. This is for the first time I'm seeing Billy Gunn and his sons being serious and making a point where, like, we're fucking good in the ring. We're undefeated. Why aren't you making giving us a spotlight here? I'm like, yeah, why aren't they getting the spotlight here? Some fucking reason, Marcus. I totally apologize. I am a Gun Club fan right now. Yeah, give him a fucking shot. Give him a shot. Why aren't they getting the credit? Billy Gunn's a Hall of Fucking Famer. I will take this for sure, man. Like, whatever gets your foot in the door. Yeah, I mean... Weird thing of all the things out there that AEW has been throwing, this is it that get your foot in the door. Hey, listen, there's something for everyone, right? Yeah, and, 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 I just you know think good points. Valid points. It is valid. It's valid points there. What are they doing? Are they stuck in elevation and dark? They're undefeated. Hashtag give Gun Club a chance. Fuck yeah, man. So yeah, my foot's all in, right. My foot's in the door. I have something now to stop at when I fast forwarding AEW. Let me see what happens next week with the Gun Club. They better fucking follow through on this hot ass promo. <sighs> I'm going to at Tony Conant for this one. Hey, yeah. Putty, Putty's finally found something he's into. Give Gun Club a chance again. I, I, there's no disrespect to AEW. Like, again, everyone loves them for some reason. Like, I just haven't really connected with anything. But for some reason, I'm all in on now the Gun Club right now. So right now, my first fandom in AEW right now is the Gun Club. All right. So was that your is this is your takedown? Are you looking forward to see what happens with uh, with the Gun Club? If anything, because most of the times I get excited about something, I it just falls flat. So, so I'm curious to see what happens next week. 
if they follow through with this, or is this going to be something they'll see on Dark or Elevation or Rampage or something? I'm like, okay. Got it. Got it. Also, that wedding went off without a hitch. I was very surprised. And the Index is married, officially. Yeah, I, I, I was going to talk about it during uh, our What's Trending segment there about this. But that wedding, I, I, was, I was staying tuned for this to see what was going to happen. Expecting something to go down. I was expecting Gargano or Candice LeRae to do something here to interfere or anyone else at all. First wedding in WWE to go, uh, to go fine, <laughs> if you will. I think it's Macho Man, right? Yo, but even then, didn't something happen, though, afterwards with like the snake? The reception. The wedding went off without a hitch. The wedding, yeah, true. The wedding went. But still, nothing happened here. So I, I tweeted, like, all right. I thought this would be the, I thought the, the championship would be the main event, which means something big is going to happen with the wedding. Right. And that's what I thought, too. Nothing big happened. And then someone on Twitter, which I'm surprised I didn't think of this, made a point where it would have been a bitch to take the ring down only to put it back up for the main event. Right. So the fact that there was no ropes was why it was the main event. Nothing big. Right. No return. No debut. No swerve. It was the fact... Nothing. They don't take the rings down. Nothing. The ropes down. Only put them back up. I'm like, all right, I get myself. So then, so then, what, what happens next here? That's why I'm talking you know, about it. What happens next week now? What, what, what are we going to see here now? Something's got to give here. I was even expecting for like Indy Hartwell to turn on him. When when in, when uh, Dexter choked out that guy and stopped him from talking, I thought something's going to happen here. Yeah. No. So now, I'm curious to see what happens next week. Like, what is the payoff here? This guy, this guy yeah. has to be leading to something, and that's what I'm curious to find out. What is this leading to? What if it doesn't? What if it doesn't lead to anything? It has to lead to what something. if it's just... <laughs> it has to lead to something. This is wrestling. Does something, it? Something always leads to something, yeah. Does it, though? I mean, like, lately with WWE, they don't necessarily follow through on all their storylines. This NXT. It could just drop off. It's NXT, it's NXT 2.0, though, buddy. 3.0. But, yeah, so we'll see what happens. What would you do if nothing happens, though? I would not be surprised. See, see, it, it's a head scratcher for sure. I mean, yeah, I'm curious to see what the payoff is going to be if there is going to be one. Part of me thinks there might not be one. I think there's something. I, I, something's got to give, but I have no clue what it could be. So, like as a normal wrestling fan, when you look at all this stuff, like obviously logic kicks in, like oh well, oh, something has to happen. But mm-hmm. you know, so there's been so many instances in recent history where it just hasn't. And it's been, it, that, I think that's been a problem with WWE lately. It's just, it just drops the ball on certain things, certain storylines. I mean, you even look at the with whole Bobby Lashley when he was getting married to Lana. And when they, they, uh, they repackaged Liv Morgan and how she came out. We all thought it was going to lead to something else there with that. And nothing happened. It fell short. And it was just kind of forgotten about. It, it's, it's mind-boggling when that shit happens to WWE because we know what they're capable of. Even with like current storylines that we see, like you know, there are times when they they do hit these home runs. I mean, a lot of times they've been striking out. It's frustrating. So let us know what you are looking forward to in the upcoming week on our social medias, Shadow Wrestling, and what do you think will happen with the index? I'm like, something's got to happen here. And hashtag, I hope it does. Give Gun Club a chance. Do they have a T-shirt I can get? Yes. You know what? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep an eye for that first shirt. From let, me them. Check, let me check ProSingTees.com. If I see a shirt from them at the 
at Arthur Ashe Stadium. I'm oh, going please, to yeah, Triple X, if possible. Two X, Triple X, preferably. The shirts in the wash. Are you really? Are you Triple X? Yeah, because I'm, I'm 300 pounds, and these shirts fucking shrink in the wash. I'll get them dry clean so they don't shrink. Fair enough. Triple X it is. Most times they don't have it, so good luck. Fair enough. All right, Marcus, on that note, let's wrap things up. Any go-home thoughts for you? Go-home thoughts. Well, I have a lot of thoughts about COVID right now, but you already know how I feel about that. Everyone vaccinated, unvaccinated, listen, COVID-19, it's real. The Delta variant is pretty badass. It hurts. <laughs> it affects everyone in a different ways. It's a crapshoot. Listen, I am young. I am healthy. I work out religiously. I eat really healthy. No underlying conditions. And it fucked me up. So I'm just saying that. I'm not necessarily saying for you to go get vaccinated, even though I feel very strongly about that. All I'm just saying is take care of yourself out there. Be vigilant. You don't want to get this. This is not going away. No. And uh, I would hope it would. I was watching John Oliver uh, sometime in 2020, I think mid-2020. And he played a clip. I think it was Walter Cronkite on the news announcing, I forgot what disease it was. I think it might have been polio or smallpox. Is officially eradicated. The last known person who had it was cured. It is no longer on the face of the earth. Wow. I don't see this happening with COVID-19, especially with these fucking anti-vaxxers, people who think it's a hoax and a myth and a farce, people who refuse to get vaccinated. I mean, I don't understand because, again, I think I mentioned last week, polio, smallpox are not around anymore because people got vaccinated. Right. It is a requirement to get vaccinated for certain schools. So why is it now a problem, people mandating vaccination for this? Someone posted it's a- turned political, that's why. Someone posted a clip, I think from the 80s. Was it the 80s? When it was made law that you had to wear a seatbelt. And people were bitching and complaining how it infringed on their rights. I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. Trevor, Trevor Noah. Was it Trevor Noah? He put that out there. Yeah, uh, I saw that. It wasn't him. Hey, it, 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 from, it, so it was thought, crazy. They probably already got it from him. But yeah, it's just now I'm just now I'm steadfast in my belief that COVID-19 is not going away anytime soon, if ever, because people... Like the fucking assholes we hung out with in fucking Atlantic City, who had to scream at the top of the lungs, Trump 2024, every time they fucking finish the song. Even though everyone they listen to and they, everyone they follow, everyone they retweet is fucking vaccinated, people refuse to get vaccinated. And now here we and are, then, we're fucking sick because of it. And then you, you, you have people, you know, New York City, it, it's, it's mandated for any indoor activity for restaurants, bars, and venues, yada, yada. And, you know, I hear an incident in the news where a hostess, who is just doing her job? She's she yep. had she didn't come up with this policy. Neither did the restaurant. This is this is De Blasio who came up with this, mind you. Yep. Well, she was assaulted by three people when she asked them for the vaccine cards, enforcing not, the rules. Not New Yorkers, rednecks from Texas. I, I, listen, not for nothing. I, I again, I feel very strongly about vaccinations and what I believe people should. Well, you know, I know people feel strongly against it. Not for nothing. There's, there's just no need to beat up someone over it. There's no, especially when a person has nothing to do with making those rules. She's just doing her job. That's it. If I went to Carmine's here, that's where it was. And yeah. she told me I could not come in without a vaccination, whatever it was. And I was anti-vaxxer. I would be pissed off. But that's the rule of my city. That's the rule of my state. So I could either sit outside or go home. Right. These guys were coming right. from another state 
and they wanted the state and the city to abide by what their beliefs are, go fuck yourself. You're you're a tourist yeah. here in New York City. When I go away, I just can't do whatever the fuck I want. I got to observe the rules and the law of the state and state that I'm in. Right. Like New Jersey, I would love to make a left turn. Can't. Yeah, please. <laughs> You know how infuriating that was? The hotel was one left turn away, but I couldn't make a left turn. <laughs> Fucking New Jersey still, sucks. We, rule that doesn't make sense to us, but we abided by it anyway. We're going to go beat up the traffic cop over it. Yeah. Fucking Texans. <laughs> oh, my God. And apparently, I, Texas I, is, is, I is on the brink of turning purple, which I do not believe. But hoping that fucking is true because in, Jesus. In, in, Independent? No, a swing state. A swing state? It was borderline it in, this, I mean, in 2016, it, it, uh, 2020. And in 2020, they got more Democratic close. votes. It was closer than what a lot yeah. of people thought. Closer than it has been in years. Uh, we'll see what happens, man. I, I think, though, if Texas turns, though, I think New York turns. No That's way. That's what I personally think. It's leaning that way, man. No it's way. leaning New York that way. New York City is too fucking blue. We'll, we'll see what happens, man. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm just saying that I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be very disappointed, but wouldn't be shocked. Anywho, those are my go-home thoughts. Guys, you can follow me at yourfavoriteactor.com. That's where my website is. That's where all my social media links are. But also do us a huge favor. Please leave a review for our show. Give us five stars if that's what you think we deserve. If you don't think we deserve that, let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know know, how we're doing. What do you want to hear? what your input is as far as the TV takedowns, what you liked, what you're looking forward to, and some of the topics that we talked about here. Love to hear what you guys think. Putty, what about you? Again, just to read what you just said, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to this. We're on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Basically, wherever you're listening to us, we're there. Subscribe, rate, review, email us, inbox at shadowwrestling.com, and you want to hear your thoughts, your TV takedowns for the upcoming week. You still have that hotline, 619-343-3005. Call, text us your opinions, questions, or comments. The show is from the fans to the fans. Marcus read your fucking tweets earlier on the show, so get involved in the conversation in the next coming weeks. Again, next season we'll get more, your listeners more involved, so hopefully get involved in the conversation. So for Mark Schwann, yeah, I'll, I'll also try to get your Twitter handles right when I read them off. <laughs> yeah. So for Mark Schwann, have fun this Wednesday at Arthur Ashe Stadium. I have been your host at Mug J Putty. Until next week, Putty up. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>